Welcome everyone to the L7C Podcast Superhero Edition. Today we are back talking about Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania that just came out this past weekend. So we got to have the captain on here, Mr. Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? We're doing good. It's President's Day. I didn't have to work today, so I'm doing fantastic. Iron Man, the time has finally arrived. We had the first MCU MCU movie of 2023. Phase 5 has officially started. Just real quick, because I know if you haven't listened to our preview, listen to our preview. What were your thoughts when you walked into the movie theater for the first movie of Phase 5? As always, I was excited to see it with the crew. It's always fun going with the friends and watching it. Any Marvel movie, any DC movie. So it was great. Uh, but at the same time, I was nervous because I didn't know what was going to happen to the heroes of this movie. So I was excited to be with the crew, but nervous to see what was about to unfold on the big screen. Yeah, we all thought going into this movie since the first trailers that Scott Lang was done. Like that yes. was the initial thought. And before we keep going, there will be some spoilers, just some spoilers. We're not going to just say the whole movie, so make sure you check out the movie, support them. But there will be spoilers in this movie because we're going to talk about what's going on ahead. Yes. So we all thought he was going to die, Byron. And Scott, he gets real close, but he does not die in this movie. No, he does not die in this movie, but he did get his ass whooped. <laughs> for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Byron, what, what were your thoughts on the movie? Like, what was your thoughts on the tone, the characters? Like, what were just your overall thoughts? Overall thoughts? I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. The action was great. Jonathan Majors did an excellent job as Kang. Um, he basically set the tone. For his villain arc for the rest of phase five and phase phase five and phase six. Um, of course, uh, Paul Rudd does great as Ant-Man. Everyone did great in their roles, but for me, every time Jonathan Majors was on the screen, he was a scene stealer. I agree. I think Jonathan Majors was the best part of the movie. I think anytime, like you said, he was on that camera, you're just like Wow, the presence about him, his demeanor, his physicality, his voice, mm -hmm. all the perfect makings of a fate a big phase bad guy. Yeah. He was like I said in the preview before, like I thought his he was gonna command every scene and he did, like you said, tone, physicality, like you were scared, like, oh my god, what is he about to say or what is he about to do? He was just Asserting his dominance, it made you feel like, oh yeah, this is a this is a big threat. We need to pay attention. So, Byron, just a gist for people who just a quick rundown of the movie for people. Obviously, you see in the trailers that Cassie Scott's daughter uh, makes a beacon that could go to the quantum realm, and Hope's mom is like, you know, shut that down, and then they all get mm -hmm. dragged into the quantum realm. They meet Kang. But the other 
side thing of this story was the relationship between Scott and Cassie, his daughter. Yes. Cassie feeling like now her dad turns turns his back on people fighting for stuff because Thanos stuff is over. He's more interested in promoting his book, getting all the perks he has. Mm-hmm. She feels like he's not doing what quote unquote an Avenger should be doing now. So how did you feel about that underlying plot? That was a very um interesting dynamic, like how Scott is like this big celebrity author. I think he said they had like a number one selling book on New York's New York Times best selling book. Um, but Cassie is now being like a rogue hero. Um in the movie, she gets arrested for helping uh, this homeless protest against cops. So she strings a cop's car because of them particles. So Hope and Scott have to pick her up. And they're just discussing, like, you know, why are you not being more of a hero instead of just promoting your book? So I think it was a very interesting underlying storyline. But, like, I could see it because she grew up with Scott being a hero, um, being in Civil War, then being in both, well, not the first Avengers movie, but being in game and basically saving the world because of his plan to travel through time. She's like, why are you not being a hero anymore? So it was, I, I liked it. She also brings up the fact that, yeah, her, like, she had the little cheeky line that a, a guy dressed as a bee tried to attack her when she was six. But she also brings up the thing that, yeah, he had those like spurts and times of hero stuff, but. She was he was not in her life for five years, right? Because he was blipped away. No, he was at the quantum realm. Everyone right, else, yeah, was he was in the quantum realm. He was, yeah, right, 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 right. But she had no idea. She thought she died. He died. So, also, yeah, with that, I also feel like he was probably trying to make up for those five years of being trapped in the quantum realm. So he's like, you know, I just want to spend time with my family because we don't know what's going to happen. He was, he was, and because of that, like, situation too, like, all the others knew that she's been arrested before besides Scott, and Scott even said at the beginning of the movie, like, he wasn't supposed to have the life he has, like, if you watch Ant-Man 1, his ex-wife didn't like him, the Mm -hmm. new husband thought Scott was a scrub, he had a master's degree whenever he wasn't working at Baskin-Robbins, go to Endgame, all these people, I mean, post-Endgame, all these people read his books, all those people know who he is. That Baskin Robbins is like, oh yeah, he's been employee of the month forever here. And all they of say he's an employee of the century. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was interesting. But then that's only at the beginning. Most of the stuff takes place in the quantum realm. And when we saw the quantum realm, when they phased past it during Endgame, we didn't see any of the stuff that we see in Quantum Mania. No, it was a different part of the quantum realm that we saw. Um when they were phasing through it, but this was basically set, I guess, like a refugee camp um, that Kang, because basically Kang conquered the whole quantum realm. Because in the beginning of the movie, um, we see Janet, um, her time in the quantum realm, she finds this crashed spaceship. We learn that it's Kang. He says, Where am I? But then it cuts off. So later in the movie, we found out that. She helped him repair his ship. Uh, once she got the power started, um, she touched like his little his ship, which 
he controls with his mind. Since it's a part of his mind, he she saw all the bad stuff that Kang did, so she ends up destroying the ship. So that was their little backstory of why she's afraid of Kang. But this was uh, we saw like a refugee camp um, of the survivors of Kang being conquered, and then we see Kang's actual empire that he's built in the quantum realm. Yeah, because that was a that was I guess the third underlying point of this movie that um janet why she never talked about the quantum realm why she was mad that they made the beacon without talking to her what really went on for 30 years while she was trapped there and you found out like she was like a refugee fighter and all of that fighting down there and kang was only looking for her this whole time and when she left there was more suffering and you see all the other refugees saying this is all your fault yada yada Mm -hmm. If you would have gave him what he wanted, none of us would have been suffering. If you didn't break the thing that cures his ship, like my people, mm-hmm. like that type of stuff. So you finally get a glimpse of what Janet was doing and why she never talked about the uh, quantum room. Yeah, I think she was going through PTSD because yes. she eventually, when she eventually told um, Hope and Hank, she was like, you know, I was trapped here for 30 years. I missed all this time with you guys. So. I just wanted to come back and just be a normal family. Because she also thought didn't think he could escape because she broke his shit. But mm-hmm. it's Marvel. Things happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said with Kang, I mean, the premise, too, is Kang. I mean, we saw the commercial, and it is in this movie, too, where Scott and Kang meet face-to-face. And Scott, he's bluffing because he has no way of contacting the Avengers from the quantum mm-hmm. realm. He's saying he called them. They're on their way. And then he was just like, oh, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you before? And then that's when you knew. Okay. You, you knew it was about to go down when he said, have I killed you before? And he's like, eh, all the timelines run together. I'm like, how many timelines have you been in where you've killed an Avenger? <laughs> and he's like, you're not the one with the hammer, right? So you're like, oh, he's serious, serious. Right, Scott's like, yeah, uh, people get me and him mixed up all the time. I'm like, okay, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Kang basically hires, quote-unquote, blackmails Scott to get something for him, or he's going to kill Cassie, and he drops the line that I will kill her repeatedly, and you'll have to watch it over and over and over again. <laughs> Until you beg me to kill you. I'm like, that is that is a line right there, because he can control time, so he could just have infinite time loops of him killing Cassie over and over and over again. So then you go through that, you have the whole scenes, you know, they're separated, they band together, you get to the final scene where they're all fighting and whatnot, and that's when you think Scott's gonna die, because Kang is destroying this man. Kang whooped his ass for ten minutes. <laughs> Maybe more. Like, this man was throwing hands, and it looked easy. Like, Scott was light work. <laughs> I know, and as Scott said, he is an Avenger. He has had fights with other metahumans, so to be getting killed like this is a bad... It's a very bad look, and he only gets saved by his wife, mm-hmm. um, Hope. So that is... You also realize, too, at the very beginning, too, you learned Kang the Conqueror, he was exiled here. 
He was yeah, sent to the quantum realm, and you find out why. And at the end of the movie, where they beat Kang, won't tell you how to beat him, but they beat him, and you know they're having their happy thing. And Scott's like, uh, Kang did say that he was our last hope because other versions of him are going to be coming here. There's going to be a war. There's going to be destroyed the universe. Yeah, is that not going to happen? Right. That's the second time you've heard a Kang say that, because if you go back mm-hmm. to Loki, he who remains also said, I mean, if you think I'm bad, just wait till you see my other variants. Yes, but like you said, I rewatched um, just that episode today because I wanted to see like if there's any other thing that alluded to um, this Kang and quantum uh, mania, but basically he said the same thing that Kang said. If you kill me, there is multiple versions of me that's coming like if you kill the dictator what do you think is going to happen and uh, yeah they're they're coming <laughs> yeah and you also see that post real spoilers post credit scene where all the kings like you have i guess the top three kings or however they're doing it that mm-hmm. were up there talking about like man the exile one's been killed and they're talking amongst themselves like oh i know i wanted you you wanted to kill him yourself and then they're having a meeting, and they're like, how many of us did you gather? And he said, all of them. And you see all of these different versions of Kang. Because now they feel like the humans are getting too close. Obviously, if it's still intact, well, it should be because they used it at the end of Endgame. Because they had their own script for time travel. They have their own machine. Mm-hmm. They have the quantum realm now that you can go in like it's freaking DoorDash. Because <laughs> uh, they perfected it, so now the kings are like, "All right, these normal people are getting too close. It's it's time." Yeah, and that is the first there, end credit scene. There is the first end credit scene. So, like this king said in Quantum Mania, and the last king said, "Like if you kill them, that's going to start a whole war, and it's going to be infinite variants of Kang versus our group of Avengers." So we have Ant-Man and the Kang Dynasty coming 2025. And then Avengers Secret Wars coming 2026. And Kang is actually supposed to be in both movies. Yeah, wow. the same thing when I realized that earlier. I was like, oh, I thought he was just going to be in Kang Dynasty. That was it. We're going to have another big bad in Secret Wars. But nope, when you look in IMDb, John the Majors is credited as Kang in both Avengers movies. Oh boy. Oh boy. Now that we've seen him, we saw and he wasn't even that truly evil. Like he he played a funnier version, like in the Loki one, compared to mm-hmm. this menacing version in Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah, because in the Loki one, he his plan in Loki was to say, Hey, you got two options. You can kill me. And all these kings are coming, or you can take over the TVA, and you two can prune timelines and keep the rest of the kings from creating another multiverse war. Because the first multiverse war started because one king from the 31st century basically opened up the timeline and was able to communicate with other kings, and they had a disagreement. So they all want to protect their own timelines and destroy the other timelines. So that's how the first multiverse war started. So the second one is going to start with both kings dying. So what I don't know is if, like, 
they died at the same time. Like if Kang, if Scott killed one Kang and then Sylvie from Loki killed the other Kang at the same time, or it was like one at the other. But I'm assuming they both died at the same time. They had that video way back. I think it's still on YouTube where they had like Kang realizing what Wanda did. Like if you did like the Mm -hmm. side by side, I don't know if there's other videos in that. Probably gonna look that up. But like having that side by side. So it'll be interesting if someone tries to see if that's happened at the same time as as well. Cause Byron, we ask this every time now that we're back in movie mode. The team's technically disbanded. Like there's not like so what what are they gonna do? Like who who we don't even know who's truly on this roster. We have no idea who's on this roster. The only one I know is <laughs> Captain America and Captain Marvel. And I guess I guess well, because the people we've seen working together, quote unquote. We saw that Wong, Banner, and Marvel were talking when it mm-hmm. came to Shang-Chi and his rings. I feel right. like Wong is maybe the Phil Coulson now, who, since he's quote-unquote Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. so Because he was in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And obviously in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, I can see him being like the Phil Coulson of the next couple phases. Yeah, because they're gonna have to do something, man. It's 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 really rough. I don't know all these armies of Kang, and if all of them are even similarly close to the one in Ant Man, and they actually work together. If they can fight like how they how Kang fought in Ant Man, we are done for. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna have to see how that goes, man. Like his technology is way above everything they have. The Avengers haven't fought as a team since Endgame. Yeah, we had like these subsections of them teaming up because we had uh, Captain America, aka Falcon, and the Winter Soldier fighting together. Um, Come to Black Panther 2, Shuri and Riri Williams fighting together. Um, And then Hawkeye, we had Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, She-Hulk. We had She-Hulk, Wong, and Daredevil. We got missing a show. And you're naming people the other like main Avengers I haven't even met. Yeah, Moon Knight. <laughs> we don't know if Moon Knight's going to be a part of these two phases. He's out there. Yeah, we got we got members spread across everywhere. Yeah, that's going to be my thing. Who is going to be the one who makes the call? I feel like Ant-Man will have to make the call to Captain America, a.k.a. Falcon. Because he's the only one outside of Loki that knows that Kang is a threat. And everyone thinks that Loki is dead. That's true. Everyone does think Loki's. Yeah. Yeah, because the only people who went back in that 2012, and that one was Cap, Tony... And um, Ant-Man, and Ant-Man didn't Mm -hmm. see the Loki thing, and Tony and Steve are gone, so. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really interesting, man, and they're starting to see her off with a bang, too, because the second end credit scene is already tying into Loki, because Mm -hmm. Loki sees Kang again, and he's 
losing his mind. He's like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. He is saying another variant of Kang. I think this one's name is Victor Timely. I think he's supposed to be a prominent figure in Loki season two. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if he gets the call to join the other Kangs in that season. But it's going to be it's going to be a crazy phase five and phase six. So it's going to be really interesting too, especially with these other movies because we don't have to wait long. This movie came out in February. In a couple of months, Guardians of the Galaxy three is here in May. Yep, and that's going to be <laughs> someone. Well, from the trailers, it looked like someone's dying. But with Marvel movies, you can never trust the trailers. But that is true. That's I think true. you you say you think um, Drax is dying. I think Rocket's dying. Only because of the line is we'll all f- uh, fly together in the grave mm-hmm. forever in the big beautiful sky. I feel like that's a line that you use when either you're about to die or you're dying. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Some, something's going to happen. You also have the debut of Adam Warlock, but now we're in that phase where we don't know end credit scene or whatever wise how this movie's going to tie into the overall thing of phase five. Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to tie into the show or is it going to tie into the next movie? Because after that, the next movie is the Marvels coming out in November because it was supposed to get um, released in July, but they pushed it back to November. And that movie will have Rapino, uh, Captain Marvel, and Miss Marvel. Yep. What's Rapino's superhero name? What was it? <sighs> they give her one. Something with light in it. Or Spectrum. I think it might be Spectrum. Yeah, I didn't know she got a name in uh, WandaVision. No, she didn't. Not officially yet. Okay. Byron, anything else, man? This, this Kang is he's a star and he's gonna be able to carry this face. He's coming. He's here. He is here with a vengeance, and I am afraid for our team because man, he can throw hands. Yeah, and he was able to build that army in the quantum realm. Imagine what he could do outside of the quantum realm. Right, especially now about the quantum realm. That's crazy that they do, what they deem as like the most evil one got banished, but mm-hmm. they're all in communication with each other just in case like something pops off. Like, yeah, we need to band together. Oh, oh, we are done for. <laughs> <laughs> They really have a whole communication system. Like, yeah, he died, so we gotta, we gotta march. <laughs> I just want to know how they knew he died in the quantum realm. Like, how strong is that connection? Right. Like, that's what I want to know too. Like, are they connected through each other, or are they in communication? Like, did they have a spy in the quantum realm that said, "Hey, don't want banish one died, so y'all might want to do something about it." I will say, Byron, one of the rumors have now been debunked i mean we all thought because of the same design that those 10 rings from shang chi were connected to kang as of right now they are not as of right now uh, the 10 rings are not connected neither is miss marvel's uh bangle because they all look like the same design now will it be not debunk like in the next couple of movies maybe in miss marvels we'll see or the marvels will see if they're connected but as of now they're not connected 
Anything else you want to say about this movie, Byron? No, it was good. Go see it. Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 56%, but I definitely think it deserves a higher score than what they gave them. Yeah, a lot of people people were saying like the plot may be convoluted, but every which that's to each your own. But everyone says like Kang was the best part. I agree. Kang was the best part of the movie. Any other Marvel stuff before we close shop? I think Marvel. Well, we did see the uh, second trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks like it's going to be really good. Um, we do see like. In Rocket's past, where him being experimented on, becoming the Rocket that we know and love today, um, we actually do see a couple of scenes of Adam Warlock. His character design looks really, really good, but I think it's going to be another emotional hitter from Kevin Feige and team. And I will say just quickly to the DC side, since last recording, obviously Shazam 2 is coming out very soon. Yes, I believe. March. Is that May too? March or May? It's coming soon, but past Super Bowl, we have finally seen the Flash trailer. We have been saying this movie has to be so good that they put up with Ezra stuff in. That first trailer delivered. That first trailer was really, really good. I've seen it about five times now since the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. You finally see Michael Keaton deliver the iconic line i'm batman and then the next scene you see him whooping ass (laughs) Mm -hmm. the trailer the trailer is heat and then i remember in dc fandom they did show a little teaser trailer that had in one scene they had flash a supergirl and like this blurred off figure Mm -hmm. but now we realize that it's actually another flash that Mm -hmm. um will be prevalent in this movie so another version of ezra miller it's crazy in this trailer too that we say the return. We also see the return of Ben Affleck as Batman. Yep, he's t- basically telling Barry, basically telling him, "Don't go back in time because you can mess something up." And he does from the trailer, basically a reset of how the DCU started, like Man of Steel with Zod coming. Except this time, there's no metahumans, there's no Clark. But now they go. It looks like she's locked in a government facility with no sunlight. You go find Kara. So Mm -hmm. this is how this stuff changes. So I I see why they kept it, because this really would be a great way to reboot it right into James Gunn stuff. So it seamlessly goes through. Yep, I agree. I can see why they kept it based on the trailer. Um, So I'm excited to see what that is. Um, So Shazam comes out March 17th, and then Flash comes out next month. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then the Flash comes out June 16th. Do we get a scene with Ben Affleck and Keaton together? I hope so. I really hope so. With these type of movies and timelines and all this stuff, the rumors are going flying. People are saying we're going to see a third Batman in there. We might see who's cast as the new Batman. Just we're going to have to wait and see. Gonna have to wait and see. I am holding my breath because everyone's screaming about, oh, both Spider-Man are going to be in No Way Home. Or, yeah, No Way Home. I was like, ah, we'll see if that actually happens. They deliver, but we'll see. 
Because a lot of superheroes were supposed to be showing up in No Way Home. <laughs> oh, I know. The whole block. I mean, they started off well when you had Daredevil come in as the lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then, like, obviously we get Tom and Andrew and Toby, mm-hmm. which fantastic. But you go to Doctor Strange. We thought everyone was going to be in there. We thought Tom Cruise was playing a variant of Iron Man. True. <laughs> so, Imagine <laughs> none of those things happened like that's why i feel like a lot of people are disappointed by that movie because they expected everyone to be there since it involved the multiverse i'm only expecting the people they announced and maybe setting up for um the next movie that comes out which would be after the flash i think it's blue beetle yeah so we'll see how that i'm excited for flash i mean We'll see how it goes, and then we'll be back then next month talking about Shazam, and by then, getting close to the return of Oliver Queen on Flash. So, yep. and when we come back in March, Superman and Lois will be back. Yep, March. Actually, they both come out the same week. The debut of Superman Lois Season 3 and Shazam, I believe, are happening in the same week or within a week of each other. Here we go. Here we go, man. We're in full swing of things. Yeah, it was great to be back talking about superheroes. I love it. I'm very excited about what Marvel is about to do with Kang and all his variants and excited about to see DC's, well, James Gunn's and Peter Safran's vision of DC. Definitely the next couple months, March. We don't, I don't think we'll have anything in April, but Marvel hasn't announced when Loki season two or Secret Invasion is coming. So April we may have a break, and then May and June we got Guardians and the Flash. We'll see. We'll see. Byron, anything else? No. Okay. With that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Make sure you go check out Ant Man and Wasp: Quantum Mania so you can see the full movie. Let us know what you think. Um, where you're listening to this on YouTube or wherever you listen to, we appreciate your support. We are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube. We're trying to hit big listening marks, so continue supporting us. We greatly appreciate it, and we'll keep giving you more and even better content. And with that being said, this is the L7C Podcast, signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.